Hey guys, this here is Chris Rager, voice of Mr. Satan, Dragon Ball Z, Mr. Torg, and Borderlands. What was it again? You're listening to the Chronicles of the Lost Realm. And no, I am not drunk. I just didn't remember what it was. In a world ravaged by monsters, controlled by tyrants, and plunged into darkness, many brave heroes will emerge from the unlikeliest of sources. But will they be in time to protect this realm, the Lost Realm? Follow me, and I shall tell you their tales. Keep us getting of quarter uh, quarter life. <laughs> <laughs> that was that noise. <laughs> Did we lose everybody? So, there we go. Uh, no. no. Nope. We're checking uh, all the, we're checking all the text notifications. They're going out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry about that. So we've got a, 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 we've got a, a active chat to, for once. So Eowyn starts to slowly stir from his incredibly enticing dream and tips the succubus a gold coin as he walks up to the bar to see the battle-damaged Baroon. The succubus informs you the deal was five gold. I paid the succubus oh. five gold beforehand. Okay. He paid six for this. Yes. <laughs> Fair. I, at this point, I assume Faroon is actually not too battle damaged. I know Muggsy bought him at least one health potion, and uh, the bar probably had... Gave him at least one on the house for uh, the boss's sake. Yeah, no, he's he's back up to full health. Yeah, he's, he's got a chipped tooth now, but aside from that, <laughs> hey, Faram was excited. He he enjoyed the battle. He didn't mind. <laughs> that was a pretty good fight, at least from what I heard. Um, any anything that Tony compliments is is a pretty solid stand up. 
Yeah, well, he, he's a good fighter. I give him credit. As I said, he is pretty great. Uh, I'll get him next time. So if we are... I'm sure you will, champ. <laughs> so if we are... If we're all set, uh, I think we should probably pick up the boss's gear and get moving. I think that's fair enough. Uh, where's Eowyn? I Which one was Eowyn? You literally I'm... never told me your names. <laughs> where's where's the hornball? Mm. Oh, that one. He's he's staggering out to your left. Did she did she live up uh, to the name oh, Succubus? How was it? <laughs> hey, hey, leave the man alone. We all got our vices. <laughs> it wasn't what I was expecting. But I would not say no to doing that again. <laughs> by uh, by this point, uh, Oculus hair has grown back. <laughs> That's funny. Fast hair growing. He's no longer the hairless wonder. That's funny because Aowens is melting off as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, we we gathered everybody together. Let's go get our stuff and the uh, the package and get this done, so I can go back to my bar and do what I was doing here, but with a lot less punches, uh, fists to the face. <laughs> All right, so you guys proceed out through the uh, curtains. Stop the sprite, pick up my gear. Excellent. The pixie? Yep, I, I grab pixie. my sword from the pixie. I Did anybody name the pixie? What, what was the pixie's name? Please don't say Tinkerbell. Pixie. No. <laughs> pixie's name is Julie. Okay. Thank you, Julie. She does the thing. <laughs> I understood that reference. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> so, uh, the pixie smiles and says, "I understand you gentlemen are taking the crate for the for the boss." Yes, ma'am. She sort of smiles and says, and she waves her hand at one of the uh, Cyclopses. And Cyclops sort of comes over and she flits up to his ear and whispers in the ear and the Cyclops sort of opens one of the side, one of the walls next to the counter and uh, disappears into a room, a hidden room and he comes back out carrying a crate almost as large as he is. Sets it down on the ground and says, there you go, gentlemen. Thanks, Blinky. Thank you very much. As, Are we out of the bar yet? As as I'm as as I got all my gear out and back on me, I just take the bag and put it over top of the the trunk and proceed to put it into my bag of holding. I take my weapons out of my bag of holding. It's like watching a snake eat a crocodile. <laughs> All right. 
Akla reaches into his bag of holding to pull his quarterstaff out, and... I literally hear a coin flipping. It's a tails. We're getting something random. Oh, oh, no. No. oh, oh God! Hang on, hang on. Let me find the book. The book. Oh God! Is there is there like a sound warning or something for like the rest of us to be like, okay, we need to duck. <laughs> <laughs> no, not yet. We don't know this is going to happen yet. <laughs> All right, hang on. Oh Jesus Christ! There's a table for random items. By the way. <laughs> Do I need to roll, or do you need to roll? I'm rolling. Hang on. I was going to say, let the GM roll. Oh, three. Let's see. Jeebus. Jeebus. never thought I'd really miss Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. You will soon 23. enough. 23 is scary. Higher numbers don't sound good. <laughs> That's not entirely true. He could pull out a thin of dice. <laughs> I mean, if we're talking a D100, this could be bad. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Come on, DM. How fucked are we? (laughs) Oh, I love working on it. So, have I ever told you about a a buddy of mine named Treefinger Jimmy? He was the (laughs) fastest grave digger. I have ever seen could make a body disappear in less than an hour in hard soil. <laughs> How did he dig with I only mean, three I fingers? Do that too. I can feed him to some pigs. Yeah, but he only had three fingers. That's why it was impressive. <laughs> per hand or in total? Alright. Total. It was really startling. <laughs> <laughs> What do we got, DM? So, he reaches into his bag, and he pulls out this large wooden frame. And the wooden frame is surrounding a canvas painting of this gorgeous, truly, absolutely stunning giant. All right, friend. All right, friend. Let's keep your smut. All the way down, like like eight pack abs, not six pack, like eight pack, not huge pecs, and a dog that hangs down between his knees. That's not my staff. Akla <laughs> kind of tosses it, just tosses it haphazardly to the side, and reaches back into the bag again. I imagine one of the uh, Cyclops are like, can we keep this? <laughs> this, time, this time he successfully manages to pull out his staff. All right, at uh, this point... I do have to, before you, before you do, before you do, I do have to throw this in. Uh, Armored Bear did turn around and say he pull, reaches into the bag and pulls out a beehive. 
<laughs> so, at this point, Jimmy walks over and says, because you brought us such lovely artwork that will definitely be a, a big, a good contribution to our establishment, I'm going to overlook the fact that you people snuck weapons past me. But if it happens again, I will not be so forgiving. Jimmy, if it happens again, I'll tell the boss that, you, that I snuck weapons past you four times now. Yeah. <laughs> Muggsy, y'all know you sneak, you're going to sneak stuff past anyone. It's them I'm yeah. concerned about. Yeah. Don't include me in them. Is it their fault or is it your fault for not finding them? <laughs> Have a nice day, gentlemen. You too. And he sort of want, he sort of walks back over to the uh, uh, curtain with the uh, painting under his arm and hands the painting off to one of the uh, cyclopses and says, "Go put it in room number seven. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, take care of yourself and tell Clarissa I said hi. I'll do that, Muggsy. As long as you promise to never show your ugly mug in my establishments again. I promise nothing. <laughs> I make no promises. And still disappoint. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I guess we're we're back outside to our to our horses gathering everything together. I'm gonna keep so, I'm gonna keep the uh, for, 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 for safety purposes, I'm gonna keep the precious cargo in my bag of holding since since it is bonded so, to me it means nobody else could take it out unless I'm dead so you walk outside and you find your cart with blocks under under the axles and all the wheels missing everything else is fine but for some reason they stole just your cartwheels <laughs> I, I look at ah, Frankie really really that might that fucking happen <laughs> What, what, what am I supposed to do? The boss tells me to guard the door, not guard the carts. Fucking really? I write in on it? You can't even say, hey, fucking don't? I didn't even realize it was that type of town. Frankie laughs and hands you the cartwheels. I mean, how could I resist, Muggsy? By being a decent fucking person. <laughs> a game real quickly. I didn't realize we fell into downtown LA. <laughs> Are you kidding? This town's more like downtown Niagara Falls. <laughs> downtown Niagara Falls. Every time I listen to Muggsy talk, I'm thinking like Jewish Sopranos. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's jacket. It's cold outside. Uh. <laughs> Anyways, now that we're without wheels, at least on the cart, I'm glad oh, Frank, no, you the wheels. <laughs> Which, in its own right, would be funny just watching a little three-foot uh, halfling trying to handle these freaking wheels. <laughs> <laughs> like a little kid with that big I hoop and a stick. Right out, the hawk is back on my shoulder. <laughs> 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 All right, so obviously Ferran being a little annoyed at it starts putting the wheels back on the cart. <laughs> Grumbling as he does it, especially because his hands hurt. 
you got two different healing potions. Doesn't mean that I'm not sore. Awen <laughs> <laughs> goes and helps Faroon with getting the wheels back on. It's Faroon, you idiot. Faroon, I'm sorry. You lost. You lost light. You lost life, not intelligence. Come on now. <laughs> You didn't have much to lose in the first place. Fair enough. Oh! <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right, so how long does it take to put the wheels on so we can get on the road? <laughs> <laughs> it only takes about ten minutes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I imagine he just pulled off the cotter pins like they were sitting as high as they did the, the bricks. The block was sitting as high as the wheels anyway. <laughs> the wonk, the wonk. As we put the cotter pins back in. Yep. And jump, right, jump so guys... onto my horse and it's like, can we go? <laughs> right. Let's go give this box back to uh, Giant Boy. You know what? I just I'm had a thought. Me. Please tell me that painting you pulled out wasn't him. <laughs> you know, no, it wasn't nearly hairy enough to be him. <laughs> nobody actually really looked, so. <laughs> he might have said that that's not what I wanted and threw it out. <laughs> I, out, of character, I might, out of character, I would like to point out that, that at, at this point, Aqua really hasn't realized there's anything wrong with his bag yet. <laughs> and out of character as well I was really hoping that the DM was going to say that it was female because I was going to make the comment of hey maybe that was the guy who hired us mother oh. <laughs> oh, wow. wow that would have been so he much better the next time he goes I know you know, how, you know how great that would have been if he would have turned around like we returned the box and 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 he's like he's so happy he he offers us a, a, a treat out to that bar, and he goes there and he gets room seven and finds the naked picture of his mother hanging on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> so I turn the car around and I head back where we came from. Past the pit, not the one we were sent to. Go around the giant hole in the road. <laughs> I'm glad someone said it because I was gonna. I was definitely going to just drop you guys in a pit. <laughs> <laughs> Team Rocket's blasting off again. <laughs> I mean, I handle animals so well, and I could talk to the horse. I could probably just tell the horse to take us home, and he would be fine. <laughs> so, as you approach the bar, you notice a few things. One, the door that Peron very clumsily shattered his way through. It's not only fixed, but is now quite a bit larger. <laughs> large enough to accommodate him, for instance. And there is now a large add-on to the end. The bar, the, the tavern seems much larger than it was before. And you hear neighing coming from the, from the backside. I was just about to ask. What? <laughs> <laughs> Mind you, you've only been gone for like four hours max. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Well, I'm assuming I'm assuming those two idiots probably pulled stuff like the barn out of their uh, out of their bag and it's just kind of set in place. <laughs> I think we're all terrified what else he might have bought from them, considering they were going on and on about all of the stuff they had in their bag that we hadn't even seen yet. As long as it came out of his coffers and not the bars, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so obviously, obviously, the first thing we need to do is we need to uh, turn in our rent rex before we even go to the bar. <laughs> I forgot that was rented too. I would have been great if you lost your wheels. <laughs> Everybody, grab an axle. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time we've lost a rental. No, it wouldn't. In fact, I'm actually kind of proud of myself that I'm turning one in. (laughs) Yeah, why do they still run to you? Because I paid very well for the first one. You gotta get that extra insurance. (laughs) It only costs an extra five dollars. I mean... For real. <laughs> Once you got it, insurance. suddenly this the fastest car you ever drove. <laughs> yeah, of course I'm gonna pay the five. So, of course I'm gonna pay the five gold for the insurance because this cart's about to see more airtime than the skateboard of the X Games. <laughs> All right, so, we, All right, we, so- we, we turn those in and then we walk back to the bar and go into the bar. I'm afraid to see what else these guys did. (laughs) It's right across the street. (laughs) And your point is? Okay. So you walk into the tavern, and you notice a few exceedingly noticeable changes. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. For instance, there appears to be a second floor balcony now. And okay. Uh, by looking up at the balcony, you can s- no- you notice a- six or seven extra doors, mm. which you assume have rooms on the other side. Uh, I mean, you wouldn't have doors that lead to nowhere. <laughs> and you might. You've never been to Lisbans. <laughs> <laughs> and... The bar, which used to be on one end of the room, is now around a, a large beam in the middle with a still built in the middle of the bar. Nice. And Nim's head hanging as a trophy. <laughs> nice. And Nim, Nim, Nim is casually uh, throwing some logs under the, uh, the still. And Perun's big happy face smiles as you walk in, walk into the room and says, "Welcome, friends. How you like new bar? Is is good? Yes." Where did the time and money come from to do this? Ah, no worries about money. This is all my treat. Very appreciative of you. You did get my items, right? Items. Any items. sort of cracks his hand, he closes his hands into a fist, and they crack so audibly that it literally hurts your ears. For and he sort of gives you an evil smile. 
Ferran unties the uh, the bag of holding and and sets sets it on the ground un, you know unties the strings and and slides the box back out of the bag Ferran his, his smile lightens up and his his hands open up and he goes excellent ah i have been not myself without this and he walks over to the crate and just sort of rips it open and pulls out of the crate a very large axe, an axe that stands as tall as he is and as wide as his shoulders. And as as the axe comes out of the box, you get the smell of, of ozone, like just before lightning strikes. Hmm. Is something burning? <laughs> Now, Ferran, who seems a lot happier than he's been in many days, and actually is very impressed with the uh, with the condition of the bar and everything, gets very, very serious and looks at Peru and says, now for the other part of our deal. Ah, yes. And he hands a large bag of, of gold to each each member of the party, which contains... 300 gold. Ferran waves off the, the, the bag. The, was offered. Looks at Ferran. Ferran waves off the bag, says... And he I'm looks not... at Ferran and says... Go ahead. Fer, Ferran waves off the bag, says, Keep it. You did more than enough for the bar. But I'm talking about the other part of the deal. Uh, Melwood's going to reach uh, <laughs> Farns back then. <laughs> you got that for him? Awen walks over as well and asks if it's possible for him to get a portion of that as well. Yeah, I thought uh, we were all getting paid. We did. Yeah, everybody got, got paid. A bag of 300. Oh, no, I understand. I understand we all got paid 300 each, but I'm, I'm walking over... They're they're vulturing over my bag. No, no. They're all they're all trying they're all trying to divvy up Ferran's bag and 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 Alcala's sitting in the corner going, "You guys got paid? I know. I'm over here going three hundred. That's more money than I had starting. Are you fucking crazy? I'm not sharing this money with Maria. So, Ferran grabs the bag and looks over at the dunk so, tank to, to see if it's uh, if those uh, two idiots are still in the water. And who is throwing the they ball? They are not. They have left. Oh. <laughs> the dunk tank is still there, but they are gone. Then Ferran turns around and looks at everybody and says, this is going to the orphanage. Along with whatever we uh, earned from the dunk tank itself. Did you get it out of... Yeah, let's see how much that you got out of my hand when you grabbed at it. <laughs> um, can, can I run or roll a persuasion check to see if I can get some of that gold? Man, you guys are bad. The gold that Ferran just said is going to the orphans? How heartless are you? God bless. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I mean, if you want, but no. keep in mind, you're stealing from orphans now. Never mind. <laughs> what kind of heartless bastards are you? <laughs> Not that heartless. I missed that part of the whole conversation. 
<laughs> so, Thrawn looks at, at Furon and he's, he, his face gets real serious and he goes, Well, to take on Dragon, you must need Dragon Slaying Sword. I'm listening. <laughs> but to, to, to take on dragons? What about taking on dragons? Apparently he wants to take on a dragon. Just Did one. you guys not get that from all of the racism that he has been spewing? <laughs> well... I was a cat asleep by the fire? I was trying the, to get the black cat... Alright, alright, alright. I have been out of around the bar and, uh... She ended up slapping me in the face. So, yeah, I was a little okay. crucified. I have been around enough druids that I know that doesn't change your intelligence. That doesn't change your intent. You knew what was going on. You chose not to engage. That's on napping. you. Once again, that's on you. <laughs> well, not to mention the fact that we were only hired to acquire the weapons. We weren't hired to... That's fair. I haven't been paid for dragon slaying either. Nobody's that's, inviting... That's going to take a 50% upfront payment. That nobody invited any of you <laughs> along with this. This is my deal. Mm, you think you're going to go take on a dragon alone? Wouldn't be the first time. And at least this time I make sure nobody else gets hurt in the process. To be fair, I was distinctly invited by the ten-foot-tall dwarf. <laughs> you were invited to c gather his weapons. <laughs> Nobody invited you to fight Say a dragon. Say that again, but three times slowly. <laughs> <laughs> that sentence was priceless. Can we, like, get a shirt with, that says that? <laughs> I was invited by the ten-foot dwarf. <laughs> I was distinctly invited by the ten-foot dwarf. There's, there's, there is Chronicles of the Lost Realm's first merchandise t-shirt. <laughs> no, the first merchandise t-shirt is hashtag StumbleCrew. True. Okay, second t-shirt. <laughs> and there has, to be a, there has to be a joke about the last thing Billy hearing being dial-up. It's got to be merchandise. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the list okay. for, whom, for whom the dial up tolls <laughs> oh that would have been a great for name for that episode <laughs> that would have been a great name for that episode I feel bad now alright anyway back to game there's always time to edit it anyway <laughs> anyways <laughs> <laughs> you know what the worst part is? There's gonna be people out there listening who've never heard Yes, I, I do highly recommend that whoever doesn't get that joke go back to season no, so one and you'll 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 understand. Go back to season one, listen to the past episodes. <laughs> Okay, I love you, Shogi. Bye. <laughs> Be safe. Bring me some rib first. So okay, then never mind. Bring me some when you get back. I love you. What? All right. So, so, so anyway, He's as that's... to his fiance. 
as as I uh, as, as I was stating to the rest of the group, nobody invited you on this part. This was between me and Perun. No, he oh. he actually did invite me on this part. On the dragon, Mugsy, as well as all the others, to to retrieve Dragon Sword, you will need everyone's help. Oh God! Another fetch quest. <laughs> well, like, so what's what's exactly going to be the price for our services this time? Ah, what better prize is there than the adventure? Explore the labyrinth, collect all the treasure. Plus, well, first of all, oh, you uh, haven't given us all of our liquor yet. Ah, <gasps> but haven't I? Liquor is there at the bar. There is a still. Yeah, but this isn't your bar. This is his bar. Point eight seven for room. I honor his. I honor his agreement. As long as you pull from his still, it's free. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> Unlike others, I don't fight over a bag of gold going to the orphans. Oh. <laughs> so Perun gets a very serious again and he's he he leans over to Farad and he whispers in his ear and he goes What was Deal Frozen Body? What was Deal for what? <laughs> what was the deal with the frozen body? when I moved bar I found frozen body. It seems strange. Oh, that was the ice cubes. I feel it's your prerogative to keep secret. I just need to know why. That was a the grave. Oh no! What? Oh no! The ice cubes. What did you do? What did you do with the ice cubes? Billy's oh frozen no! From... I I keep behind bar, but I need to know why frozen body behind bar. Oh no! Well, I can't necessarily put him in a proper so grave until he defrosts. Wait until. Fair enough. <laughs> the other acceptable so option is I plead the fifth. Ferran peeks over the bar as he's talking and sees. frozen body back on the bar? What the fuck, man? Don't worry about it. Lawyer. I, I'd be nice Lawyer enough to give you the, the same... response to that. Don't worry about it. I would give you the same courtesy if it happened to you. <laughs> All right. Come on. So... Come on, Strash. As, as this conversation sort of dies off, uh, people start streaming into the bar. Perun steps through a back door, which is another thing. Perun disappears. Guys, we lost the stream again. It'll come back. Give it a minute. And Perun sort of disappears through the double doors, and you hear neighing coming from the other side. Perun returns with two large casks of 
super dark beat sets them on the uh, on the uh, on the bar for uh, the customers of the evening as people start to stream into the tavern and it becomes quite the lively scene Ferran Ferran looks around at the crowd to, to see their reactions not only to the, the new improvements but uh, right. but also to see like uh, if people are are starting to to return to to the normal after everything that's been going on I guess people it's the best way. It's the best way to seem, it. The, the, people certainly seem to be forgetting their troubles at the tavern. Um, they seem a little bit happier than they've been in the past, and they're starting to become more lively. They're still a little standoffish to the giant 10-foot monster that sort of stands behind the bar, but his smile sort of lures them in, and as the... Uh, evening progresses, they seem to become less and less intimidated by him, and definitely going back more and more for his beer. <laughs> did I just gain another bartender? Yes. Yes, you did. <laughs> Whether you wanted it or not. Not just a bartender, but a brewer. <laughs> quick, quick question for the DM and possibly for Faroon, or for Faron. Sorry, I know I keep getting that wrong. Um, end of season one, the old DM made short rest less, or give the same effect as a long rest. Are we carrying that over? Yes. Okay. Uh, I was about to say, so, I, I'm not the one to ask. It's at, That's DM's discretion. <laughs> yeah. I just, I want sure. Yeah. Okay. And we resting? Well, that's what I was about to do. Awen inquires I, I if he can rest. I, I would imagine we're gonna. I imagine we're gonna, gonna talk to uh, Ferran. I, I would imagine that Ferran would. So expect... he goes up to Ferran. All right, good. What do you want? No, go on. Oh, I was going to say, I imagine for uh, the group is going to uh, rest for the night anyway before we head off on like another uh, for another another adventure. And I would imagine that Ferran would be nice enough to at least offer you guys a room for the night at the inn. All right, the uh, stream just failed again. Yeah, I know. This one seems to be a uh, pretty heavy error. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm trying to get it back up. Go go ahead and keep going, guys. While All right, Awen will go ahead and go up to a room and just rest. All right, fair enough. <laughs> I have upstairs with a bear by my side. <laughs> I go upstairs too. Where does she keep getting these animals? <laughs> Akla kind of also goes upstairs to rest, puzzling it where the hell Io keeps pulling animals out of her end. And uh, Ferran continues at the it already. All 
right, stream is running. Uh, Ferran, Ferran uh, goes back to the bar, sits down, drinking, and uh, talking to Perun to to basically make plans for this next adventure. All right. So Perun looks over at uh, uh, Ferran, and he's, he explains that uh, in order to defeat the dragon, you must get three items first, or you will die. I, I have seen you die without these three items. It's hard to explain. Um, I see things. My mother calls it... So my, my mother called it the seeing. I I see, I see <laughs> before they happen. Not necessarily happen, only possibilities. Alright, so what are these yes. three items? So first you must get dragon sword. Without the dragon sword, there's no way for you kill dragon. He's too powerful, yes? All right. What kind of sword is this dragon sword? Is it a short sword, a bastard sword? A... What what style sword is this? Is this sword of dragons or whatever? So, dragon sword is a short sword with a it's it's magic sword that it does extra damage. Specifically to dragons. Okay. Uh, so, uh, out of character, a dragon slaying sword is uh, any sword you want that takes uh, an extra three d six damage to any ty any type of dragon. Okay. Which includes, you know, dragons, tur dragon turtles, wyverns, things like that. Okay. Oh. All right. Okay, so that's the first item. What are the other two items? Next, you will need armor. Not just any armor, though, is winter armor. Specifically keeps you warm, so you don't end up like your frozen friend behind the bar. <laughs> As Ferran sticks a bottle <laughs> into the ice. <laughs> And third, most important thing you will need is teleport crystal. Because without way out, you will be stuck there forever. And do we know where these items are? Or is this a wild goose chase? I know where first item is. And I have ways of finding out the others. And where is this first item? The so first item is in the labyrinth of the Lich King. He's far to the east, about the day's ride. Day's not but, that far away. But the Lich King has gone silent lately. It's very out of character for him. So I want you to be careful. This is why you need friends. 
it's unsure what is in the labyrinth now. Alright. Anything you can warn us about since the Lich King is gone? Anything since you have the seeing, if I understood that correctly, that we should be on the watch out for? I would warn of the trees. On the way there, beware of the trees. They seem to hold very disturbing things. Stick to the path and don't stray for anything. Hmm? No matter what you hear, no matter what you see, no matter what you smell, stay on the path. Uh, whoever's texting, we can hear your text. <laughs> yeah, Keith. Fair enough. We can hear your text. We can hear every tap. <laughs> oh, sorry. That's all right. <laughs> Those are some heavy thumbs. <laughs> we can still hear it. I know that. Yeah. My phone vibrates when I tap because I didn't turn it off. You know you can change that, right? I know I can change it. I don't want to because I type weird when I did when it doesn't. I need to, I need the haptic yeah. feedback. Fair okay. enough. Alright, so uh alright then Ferran gets all the information he can from, from Perun and I guess uh goes off and, and heads to his room essentially thinking about and and, and uh Drifting off to a drunken sleep, thinking about uh, uh, finally getting even for what happened to Billy. Leaving it in the hands right. of the DM for the next like day. <laughs> All right. So, in the morning, everybody wakes up to... What sounds like, honestly, it sounds like the sky is falling. It's the largest, most calamitous, just sort of, it's like constant banging, exceedingly fast. Like, if someone were doing a drum roll with a drum the size of a continent... That was a much more pleasant analogy than I thought of. <laughs> I, I, I was thinking Woody Woodpecker on steroids. <laughs> I was thinking hate fucking a snare drum. <laughs> I worry about you people. <laughs> hey, I wasn't the one who made the sexual innuendo this time. No, you just went on the first two episode adventure to get your character laid. <laughs> and laid so, he got. Kind of. More now. The only thing he got was laid out. No, that was me. <laughs> hey, 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 you don't know what happened in my dream. <laughs> nice. All right. So anyway, so we wake up to the, we wake up to this bang banging and and what is it like a per, like obviously Ferran's going to look out the window, see what's going on outside. So he looks out the window and he notices that behind the tavern there is now a stable 
and just past the stable, there's a large red barn with smoke just billowing out of it. <clears throat> smoke as in it's on fire or smoke from like a chimney? Uh, it's hard to tell. It's sort of like just pouring out the door. Oh, great. Fran gets dressed, grabs his gear, uh, his swords and shit, and, and heads out to this barn that wasn't there the other day <laughs> to make sure, with, with like a bucket of water or, you know, <laughs> expecting to have to fight a fire. <laughs> I follow. I send a hawk out the window and I head down the stairs and also grab a bucket of water. I head down the stairs and start running towards the fire empty-handed. Muggsy ambles out wearing a robe and sipping a cup of coffee. Most of the buckets of water. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, curious. Before you, before you do, Curious Place says hookah lounge for sure. <laughs> What's... What's Xavier doing? I haven't heard from him in a minute. He said he's following me. Okay. I missed that. <laughs> All right. Aqua is also following everybody else with a bucket of water. <laughs> so as you approach the barn, you see through the door that uh, the smoke, you see it uh, that the door, the smoke is only sort of coming out the top of the door. And as you walk in, you see Perun. Standing over an anvil that is abnormally large, like the size, large. the size of a cow, kind of large, and he has a large pit fire right next to the anvil that is glowing red hot and filled with various large plates of metal, and. Uh, he looks over, hammer in hand, and says, Ah, oh, good morning, friends! And pulls a piece of, of this the plate metal out of the fire, barehanded, mind you, and holds it onto the anvil, and his hand moves like a blur. And you realize where the sound was coming from. It was hammer, smacking metal, at speeds that literally blur. <laughs> kind of like that text messaging. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, obviously, I feel a little sheepish and put the bo- uh, the the bucket of water down. And I'm like, "Good morning. What the hell are you doing?" Ah, I make armor for for horses. Much better protection for horses. What horses? Your horses, of course. Is I'm assuming the horse. Then uh, out of character. I'm assuming the horses behind us in the stable are ours. They are now. <laughs> we have horses. Okay then. <laughs> I'm not going to argue this, but okay. Yeah, I'm not going to argue Muzzy this. Does he have a special ladder to climb onto his horse, or does he have like a pony? He has a full-sized war horse that oh. has, like, a little rope ladder that comes down. Perfect. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, we're good? No no fire? No, no emergency here? Nothing? Ferran just kind of, like, 
shakes the sleep out of his hair, shakes his head, and walks back into the bar to get like something to to wake him up. <laughs> Muggsy sips coffee smugly. <laughs> <laughs> Little hair of the dog. Papa <laughs> asks as he heads back into the tavern. What do you ask? Who wants breakfast? Well, I never left the tavern, so join me. Awen <laughs> <laughs> turns like around at the thought of breakfast and saunters back to the tavern. All right. Once once everybody's in and and getting fed and and getting their 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 coffee or or whatever they were <laughs> drinking the night before to to kill off any hangovers, uh, Ferran relays the uh, details that Perun had told him uh, to the rest of the group and and proceeds to to let everybody know it's like, look, I have my reasons for needing to kill this dragon. I don't know any of you save Melwood. So I don't expect any loyalty from each and every from any of you. However, I'm told I can't acquire these items alone. So I am asking who wishes to go on this quest. Well, he 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 did promise me a lot of fucking money and transportation home. Um to get this stuff, so I'm with you. Well, I'm as I, until I until I find a magic teacher, I ain't got nothing better to do. Ferran kind of shyly as, points to uh, Melwood. <laughs> Slyly points to Melwood. Yeah, ma- magic teacher. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> Have, have you watched how unstable this guy's magic is? Don't be pointing <laughs> in my direction. <laughs> let me, you just said let my, me rephrase you that. The whole speech how we were friends. <laughs> let, let me rephrase that. Until I find a magic teacher that's willing to teach me, there we go. I ain't got nothing better to do. I mean, well, let's teach you some control. Maybe that's what we should work on. <laughs> Well, as I had mentioned before, I got paid for the job that I was hired for, and I don't hear any reward for this job, but if the possibility of killing this dragon means that I can take on my real person of interest, then sure, why not? I could use the fun. Alright, you have my curiosity. What's your real person of interest? Well... The witch is not, or not the witch, the queen is not a problem for me. I have no qualm with her, and I have no qualm with this dragon much either. However, the queen's mother has wronged me something fierce, and if the possibility of running into her comes up, well, I'll take that. You speak of Baba Yaga. You know the lady... Trust me, hey, she's Baba got... Yago drag you out of your own realm into this one, too? Yes, she did. No, no, she didn't do that to me, but she did something that, for lack of a better way of describing, no offense, but something just as terrible. 
Well, I'm going to look at. Uh, Ferran pulls out a sucker. Ferran and myself, and look at it, and then look at me and go, "Yeah, never heard of her." As we're both sitting there in, in robes of Baba Yaga. <laughs> oh, I'm not sitting in that anymore. I've 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 still oh, got, got it. it. I still got it, but I don't wear it. I ever since discovering the truth, Ferran has it in a trunk. He won't touch it. Oh, I'd like the protection. <laughs> Wizard. <laughs> <laughs> However, Ferhan turns around, pulls out a stuffed uh, succubus doll, hands it to Eowyn, and says, show me where she touched you. (laughs) (laughs) The succubus, I'll tell you later. Baba Yaga, and he touches towards the heart and just mentions, I lost my child to her. I have an out-of-game question about the lore of Baba Yaga in this world. Go ahead. Um, I know that in some of the mythology, she's a champion of young women, and she won't harm a young woman who comes to help. And in particular, a young woman who's been harmed by a man is her main champion, or the persons that she champions, in addition to all the other horrible, awful stuff she does. Is that the same with this version of Baba Yaga? unclear the d uh the dm never dug that deep into the lore um from season from season one baba yaga had brought the most of the original members of the stumble crew together uh either through pulling them forcibly through other realms or making them join the group as as it goes along um in hopes that we would help her not only gather the uh the the runic stones that would open the portal to the demon realm, allowing this realm to be taken over by demons again. And uh, also to help her claim her daughter's life so that she could drain the life force into remaining immortal. Beyond that, we don't know anything more about Baba Yaga. Um, just, Just as a point, Muggsy was grabbed at about the same time as the Stumble Crew. He just fucked off and did his own thing because he was too paranoid to actually join the crew. Um, was, was, uh, was, was, was Bugsy pulled by Baba Yaga or by the Kronk? Yes, by okay. Baba Yaga. So, Bill, so Billy is so far the only character that was pulled specifically by the Chronicler. Like, his, Not technically, his she... main goal is fuck Baba Yaga. <laughs> not not technically not technically though because uh i mean even melwood the, the blighted crow and and valhana through actions of the, the 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 raven queen joined the stumble crew but bobby yaga was pulling the strings in the background to make sure that they were brought in like she made us together for a reason she, she's she's right, kind I mean, of been puppet mastering it the, all pulled to the lost realm uh Billy was the only one that was taken from another universe and plopped down there by the Chronicler. Depends on how you look everybody at it. Else was, everybody it de- else was collected by Baba Yaga. Everybody else was collected by Baba Yaga, yes, but as far as another universe, it depends on how you look at the realms. I mean, for example, uh, Faran came from uh, Faerun. He came from the Forgotten Realms. You can consider that another universe or another realm or another... However you want to just consider it, he came from a different place than the lost realm right so i guess that's semantics however you want to look at it 
Sorry, we were we're getting philosophical and we're still trying to finish out this uh, this quest. <laughs> so so yeah. Anyway, um, so so Ferran laid it all on the table for everybody of what we got to do, where we got to go, what we've got to get. But at the same time, it's uh, he's leaving it up to the people whether they want to join this quest or not. And that also includes Melwood. He's not automatically assuming Melwood's going to follow. That would be wise. <laughs> He's going to follow, but that would be wise of you not to just assume it. I think he lost Navier at some point. I just very polite to us to not assume. All right, so... Hello? Hello? I guess we can hear, we can hear you, Alex. Uh, everybody just got real quiet for a second there, and I was like, did... Did I lose you guys? No, <laughs> we're still here. Me. We're still here. Alright, so so Excellent. so who's all in? Whatever your reasons are your reasons, but who's all in? I think all of us at this point. Yep. Alright, then I suggest that we gather up what provisions and supplies we need, meet back here in an hour, and daylight's a wasting. We got a day's ride to this uh to this uh, maze, this labyrinth. All right. All right. And let's grab our stuff and get fucking moving. <laughs> <laughs> That's one think, way. I think that marks us at the hour. Yeah, uh, yeah that, hey, that puts us at a great stopping spot. That is. Does, uh, does this tavern sell anything other than booze? Like, Supplies and potions. Uh, I don't know about that. I would say yes. I, I would say yes. At least, at least it's like food, drink, you know, things like that, like uh, cured, cured, uh, salted pork, and and you know, like actual food content that could be has, used for travel. Yeah, it has, it has you know your provisions, your food. Um, yeah. and it's also <laughs> now sells small. Uh, or standard potions like a uh, and antidotes and small healing potions, things like that, and a very short supply since the still was just recently put up. Okay. okay. How much are small healing potions? potions well, we'll do this. We will do this. We will do this off air, guys. Thank you very much for joining us. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did in any capacity, hit that thumbs up button, like, share, comment, subscribe. Check out all the other great Let's Plays and tabletop content of Sounds Dicey Gaming, and of course our sister channel Realm Limits Entertainment for all your podcasting needs. And if you prefer your podcast in audio-only format, please check out Realm Limits Entertainment on Anchor.fm, Apple iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, or wherever quality podcasts can be heard. For people here joining us on Twitch. Thank you very much for putting up with us and some of the technical difficulties that have happened. Uh, but we appreciate you. It was great having you on and interacting with us. And I hope you will join us for the next sessions of Chronicles of the Lost Realm. We'll let you know soon. Have a good night.